tall, gaunt man and a short, fat man walk in. They say, you heard about it? You hear that the vibe shifted and something changes. The protocol has been initiated. Those who know, know. The ones who need to know, certainly know. That brings me to my first point, which is MIA listeners. We've received uh, some intelligence briefings that the vast majority of MIA listeners are top business titans, famous actors, musicians, world leaders. Moguls. Um, Moguls, indeed. Masters. Masters of their fields. They've likely read Robert Greene. They are masters of wielding power. What kind of power? Mimetic power. The eve of 2-2-2-2-0-2-2. The message was heard loud and clear. The vibe has shifted. The protocol has been initiated. And uh, I gotta say, Sean... He's about to have his second norm core, <laughs> whether we like it or not. To all of you listening who are unaware of the, the palace politics going on, the king has just announced, proclaimed, the vibe shift. Heretics in the court lay claim, squabbling. Who's in the article? Seething, indeed. Seething. Who is in the article? Who has the indie sleaze cover opener that will sing to any any millennial? I think the critiques are right. The vibe shift that was called is not the vibe shift happening, but that doesn't matter. That's yeah. what happened with Normcore, too. The language is what's significant, and I think to do a little bit of meme analysis, the vibe shift is such a vital meme because it recognizes the aeonic it recognizes the procession of the equinoxes. It is the necessary tool for attaining the new age. People are always like, oh, the new age is here, the new age is here. It's like, but you don't recognize the vibe shift that occurred in, through which we entered the new age, the new aeon. And just now we have entered a little new age. Do new agers vibe? That's a, uh, that's hard. I feel like they do. They're funny. Like living in your own world kind of vibes. Like they got their own new age economy. <laughs> you know, like you could live off of new age. Not new the age. one dollar pack, but close. But new age, like they smoke, they smoke like herb cigarettes. Okay, that's kind of cool. They drink new age blessed tea. I have a new ager actually out here in Long Beach. I like essential oils a lot. I think... It can get bad, but in its essence, it vibes. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Like, the New Age, in essence, vibes, but when it gets to, like, John of God, like, I'm going to rape thousands of women because they <laughs> believe in my in my teachings, it don't be vibe. <laughs> rape does not vibe. Um, I think uh, vibe or no vibe was, was a bit of a hyperstitional moment. The vibe, just in general, vibe materialism, vibe mat, uh, all of it has been 
laying the groundwork for for what we're seeing here. Um, similarly, uh, a couple cool internet writers, some stub sub stack, some stub stack. <laughs> Clearly not top one hundred tech sub stack writers. Top one hundred tech writer. You're listening to a podcast by at least half of the top one hundred tech writers on Substack. How does that feel? Half? What does that mean? What does half mean? Me! <laughs> but half, oh, okay. Uh, of the two of us. Two of I thought you meant well, like all 50 of them are in here with us. Um, yeah, no. But angelicism did sort of call it. Uh, it's a combination of things, but that's that's the true way of memes. Is uh, There's not a progenitor. It's just it's a fucking vibe. <laughs> it's just a fucking vibe, bro. Shut up. <laughs> that's actually that's a really good bit we should put that goons when you make the vibe vibe shift mean eh, vibe shift memes put in the corner this was made by sean monahan gang <laughs> they would get so fucking not sean but the, the others would get so fucking mad <laughs> so let's talk a bit about the dynamics of the vibe shift this is something i wrote about after visiting organon i was like I'm going to read Reich really closely, and I'm just reading a very, I'm like, fuck it, I'm reading a really hard chapter. I'm going to read Cosmic Superimposition, and it talks about, like, how um, the universe is a product of Orgon, and it got me thinking about historical vibe shifts, how Orgon moves through culture and history, and it's kind of like DNA, it's kind of like a spiraling helix, and going in and out, expanding and contracting. Um, the best example that I talk about a lot is like fucking Muhammad, like breaking the idols in the Mecca. Uh, that being a big expansive vibe made up of many tiny vibes. And he's like, fuck it, destroys it. And it all condenses into one singular Allah vibe. Top top vibe shifts of history. Yeah. It's in there, top 10. That undoubtedly top 10. Christ, probably number one. I like um, the, uh, what is it? The Mary Antoinette beheading. I think that's a good vibe shift. Do you know who was there? Who? Le Petit en Luge. I believe it. He's the vibe demon. He's the tiny little vibe demon. I think at every, every vibe shift, he's there. Yes. Where is he right now? Perhaps in, uh, in the tundra? He's in the room. He's in the room. <laughs> the vibe shift's happening right now. <laughs> In, in every way conceivable. Um, let's think, let's think. What are some other great vibe shifts? I think the flood. Mm-hmm. Pre and pre, because that's another, like, well, that's how you can tell. There's like pre, you know, antediluvian, and then you have Anno Domini and BC. COVID was the opposite of a vibe shift. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think, honestly, it was an attempt at preventing the inevitable mm-hmm. vibe shift. Like the vibe shift was happening maybe too soon. True. But it's uh, it broke the dams. I think 2016 was was a vibe shift of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a bit of a ruined orgasm, but it's one of the themes of the night. Horrid, spoiled, <laughs> terrible, uh, convulsing, um, paralyzing orgasms. The worst kind. The listeners edging. This is actually like a jerk off instruction episode. 
You need to be hedging throughout. <laughs> you need to. All right. Here, just as a side note, I know we did an episode in between the creation of the goon sigil. Do not come on the goon sigil. Do not come on the goon sigil. Uh, all right. Actually, this is really important. We could even cut this into a little bit. This is really important. Never, never, never come on a sigil you did not make. Do not. Do not. When you jerk off to porn, you're giving energy to things that you don't know. Horrid machinations are acting upon your drive. You're going to just give it over? You're pathetic. You're a little beast. Daddy is not happy. When you make your own sigil and you come on it, you were doing a little good. You were making the world a little bit more interesting, a little bit better. When you come on a stranger's sigil, they come declaring themselves a goon. They say, oh, a sigil for you. I got a D, we got, we both got this DM. He's like, would you please uh, react this way to my sigil? Like, how dare you? How dare you ask my drive, my vibe, be invested in your horrid little machination? Let's extrapolate. Let's dig into this, Chris. <laughs> Does coming on a sigil, could that potentially mean, you know, caring about someone's profile picture? Could it mean being a fan of anything? As though, like, people listening to something are giving it energy? Yeah. That's an interesting idea. What about the internet? What about just being on it in general? Well, there's this guy, um, Thoughts on Thinking. He talks about, like, the internet. The digital anima? Like, there's, yeah, there's, like, a digital anima. There's, um, I remember when I saw that video for the first time, I was like, this guy's really on to something. Yeah. I I actually made memeanalysis.com based on his video. I saw, like, wow, this is a really great system. I've been thinking of something, like, exactly like it but it was only when he talked about it that i realized like wow i want to do exactly what he's doing i wish i was like him i um i think the first time i saw your channel i was like this is like the perfect mixture of big joel and thoughts on thinking a little more big joel because like you you kind of look like you could be brothers that warms my heart you know those are my two biggest influences um shout out Shout out to Big Joel. That's one thing the goons don't do, is we need to attack. I, I remember saying Joshua Citarella is an enemy. No one did anything. You're too scared. We need to attack. And that, this is the problem. And the, All right, this might actually be an interest. Let, let's do a little meta, meta meme analysis. The fact that it's gooning, even if they don't know about the internet gooning, it's kind of becoming that. It's like a circle jerk. It's like you should be like spitting acidic <laughs> semen at our enemies, not jerking off over yourselves. Yeah, don't put yourself in the memes. Um, that does make me think about uh, something I was talking about right before this, about ruining bathrooms. <laughs> that is a goon activity, is to go into a public restroom and destroy it. <laughs> that is something a goon would do. Treat someone's Instagram page like your public restroom. <laughs> our enemies that is like if you if you went into a restaurant and the person was like it was like a kafka experience they were demanding to follow arcane rules you go into that bathroom and uh you smear some shit you alter their vibe forever 
The breaking. The breaking of Blair. The bug breaking of Blair. <laughs> you want to tell this story? No. No? It's not a good story. might be a little bit too much. I had a bit of an incident at a restaurant. The great 2022 incident. The LA vibe shifts occurred. <laughs> Indeed. Um, I really hope this music can be heard in the background. Mm-hmm. Back. The podcast host is getting thirsty. All right, 12, 12.27, we'll need to cut out the great LA vibe shift bit. We'll need to make it all fuzzy, but let's have a quick word from our sponsors. Sequoia Capital. Meme Intelligence Agency is a cutting-edge, forward-thinking, progressive, uh, metaverse-oriented company. We're actually figuring out how to deliver weed in the metaverse, but it's also going to be delivered predominantly by non-able-bodied um, There's <laughs> cyborg people. $1 packs in the metaverse. Mm. It's kind of like one of the major elements is that each $1 pack is an NFT. And if you smoke it, it's like you were your $1 pack NFT. Somebody else takes a picture of it and like shares it and puts a caption on it. You are actually going to be getting a percentage of that NFT of the one dollar of the one dollar. You are you're gonna the residuals you'll be earning off of the MIA metaverse user base. Would you say that one dollar pack is a stable coin? Undoubtedly. I mean, it beats out fiance currency. <laughs> Because your 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 partner probably is going to be like, man, you should quit smoking. You stink. You smell bad. Smoke gets in my eyes. Just babe, it's only one dollar. It's a one dollar pack. Fiance. They're going to be smoking them for the rest of their life. I don't even know if you're doing a bit on like fiat currency. <laughs> um, fiance currency. I I heard from someone, friend of the pod. Um, I won't disclose their identity, but. They were talking about marriage and just that interim period where you've proposed and you're getting married. The the before is one of the most like harrowing experiences for many couples. That's I like to find people in that situation and um, start hitting on the wife. Mm. I can ensure that the relationship is like mortally wounded. I can make it stronger. Ideally, it's like a an acquaintance, not a good friend, because I don't want to ruin any good friendships. But if I'm like invited out to the wedding, you know, got to be sure it gets done. This man goes to bachelorette parties, reads tarot, mm. tells tells them what they need to hear. That's what Don Juan would do. Don Juan would cross dress and go. Among the among the ladies, it's a fox in the hen house. You might not know that's that's Meme Alice's sexual persona. A, little, a bit of an El Don Juan, <laughs> a scheming crossdresser. Um, who are some great? Who's who's the greatest tarot reader in history? Maybe Jodorowsky. We should do a, a pod episode with him. Go to go to Paris. 
and get a go to the coffee shop and get it. Could That's our it. Alex Jones moment. Yeah. Or our uh, Steve Bannon moment. Mm. I did get a recommendation. We we should get Bannon on for the war room, Ukraine war room. Mm. MIA Ukraine war. That'll be the podcast. All of the like um, the foreign policy reporters are listening to. Many of the um, the varying MIA secretaries out in the wild were making jokes about men getting drafted over the past few days. And I was like, we ain't getting drafted to go on the battlefields. We're going to be blaring uh, fucking memetic hypnosis frequencies through Ukrainian radio stations. You who did that? Ezra Pound. <laughs> How, did that go? How did that go for him? <laughs> uh, this, that feels like a joke that's like... um. The one I made earlier about what the MIA fashion line will be is uh, a bit of a 1930s Hugo Boss vibe. <laughs> Our favorite. No, we are good comrades. You, the goons, you are our comrades. But you must act like a comrade. Do not put yourself first. Do not put your face in the meme. Do not try to endear yourself. Endear yourself only to the party. Only to the telia. Only to the telos. Only to the end goal. Endear yourself to victory. Spread the word of the vibe shift. You know it has shifted. Let them know. You can feel it. All can feel it, but none can name it. Who will name Who the vibe shifters? Only, only Sean Monahan. Give him a call. I think it would be really funny to call him right now. Get him out of his, his fine dinner. His evening vibe shift dinner. He's definitely going to answer. I can feel it. It's like not, not going through. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. What the fuck? All right. You've been blocked. <laughs> he knew what would happen. What the fuck? That's crazy. Oh my god. He knew it was coming. He had to turn it off. Maybe a little FaceTime? Yeah, FaceTime. <laughs> no way. Is this gonna work? Is his like signal gone? Preemptively. Is it text message purple green now? Damn. Or is it blue? No, it's still blue. I think uh, the reason we're, we're the call won't go through is because we can't steal Webrain's thing. We need our own thing. Yeah, we can't have call in guests. We could just get Sean here. Just True. text him to tell him to come. <laughs> Meet us in the. The fucking headquarters? The headquarters. New headquarters. Temporary headquarters. New headquarters dropped. New headquarters just dropped. We didn't even drop our last video of our previous headquarters. True. It was beautiful. It is beautiful. We're just not there right now. <laughs> Bit of a snafu. Um, with our, our security guard there. Uh <laughs> What else we got, Ukraine? No, don't talk about that. 
um, geopolitical conflict in the Eastern Europe. Really significant. Taiwan. Really significant in the lives of every goon. You should, if you're going to goon, just like watch the news 24-7 and be very afraid of things that you have no influence over. It's a really good idea. You know, we should talk about um, the war. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's such a good idea. Um, let's, oh, here's oh, here's something to talk about, actually. Let's talk about Paul. Paul Atreides. Upcoming young man, cut off in his prime. Considered dead in the deserts of Arrakis. Looks like it might be trouble for the Fremen. And the Atreides bloodline. What could come next? We're just talking about the storyline of Dune. That's the news, bro. <laughs> um, I would say the only fan is in Apollo Atreides arc right now. Absolutely. They thought they could kill him. For real, for real. He fell off. He did fall off. But really? He's out doing spice in the desert. This is what I want to talk about, though, actually, about the vibe shifts and about what's coming. About the only fan. Is that um, if you want to look at an image of the future, read Dune and recognize we are about to enter a period of infinite jihad, of infinite spiritual warfare. The beginning of the aeon, the beginning of every aeon is marked by immense spiritual wars, crusades, jihads, and we are no different. You think that the war, do you think the war in the East is the war? It is not. The war is happening right now. The war over vibe shift. The war over the vibes. This is the war that we are fighting. Verily, that you are fighting in. For the right vibes to win out in this spiritual warfare. You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> I can't imagine. Something something conflict oriented. <laughs> um, hashtag vibe shift, hashtag meme intelligence agency. There have been more things that have happened. Um, the only good pit bull is my pit bull. My beautiful girl. What's her name? Bella. Belladonna. Tell us about your thoughts on Pitbulls prior to, to meeting Belladonna. Prior to Belladonna, I had imagined perhaps the archetypal pit, Pitbull, the pit form, as a, a delightful mauler of, of babies. A, a Sebek, the Egyptian crocodile god who threatens young Tom. Everyone hates pit bulls until they have one. Harpocrates actually, though early on is threatened by the crocodile, ends up riding on them. Two feet, one foot on two on each crocodile. You, you really do be on a Tom Thumb arc right now. The Tom Thumb arc is infinite. 
it's undeniable. It's circular. I, I've been looking at the data, and the, the Tom-Thumb correlations are endless. Let's talk tomorrow. Oh, my God. Tell him to come. Tell him we're podcasting. We need him on right now. Welcome to No Calling Guests. True. True. Are we changing our mind? <laughs> no, we're not going to call him. <laughs> He's a busy man. He's writing articles. He's thinking of new machinations to share. Like me. That's what I do in the morning. In the morning. You investigate the archetypal significance of fairy tales and uh, tarot cards. That's literally every morning. Every morning. Every morning. Speaking of which, if you're interested in these explorations, explorations that are not meant for the base, vulgar audience <laughs> of YouTube, if you are a heightened mind, you might be able to appreciate the underappreciated thoughts of one of the top 100 tech writers on Substack. His name? Meme analysis. God disc. A technologist. Effluvia. A famous... A famous technology writer. A futurist. Maryland. A STEM advocate. I an empiricist. A true futurist. <laughs> a scientist. A scientist of the vibe. A coder. Prolific. A data analyst, scientist, theorist. Actually, I'm going to be changing the name of... Now that I've hit 100K on meme analysis, we're, we're may, that's another thing. We're going to make it data analysis. That's a fucking good idea. And instead of memes, we're going to look at the data. We, all you guys, you, you've been getting it easy. Talking about memes and silly Freudian nonsense, pseudoscience. You're going to look at the data. You're going to look at the science. You're, you're exiting your Freudian arc. It's like in every good psychology textbook, how they put like a chapter to be like, look at look at how dumb they were. And then it gets to the good stuff. SSRIs, cognitive behavioral therapy. I actually already got a deal with Pfizer. Mm. I'm developing a a new <laughs> memetic vaccine. A new memetic vaccine. <laughs> just instantly the fucking podcast is gone. <laughs> no. But the memetic vaccine is actually a necessary thing. Legitimately, you should have to show it anytime you go on the internet. That is uh, what we're providing, I, I like to think. That's what following MIA is. Mm -hmm. A concentrated dose. Yeah, we are not one of those. You're not going to be... Well, you kind of have to take it multiple times, but it, it's like it gets better and better. <laughs> does, does the existing one not? <laughs> this, I'll listen, I think you know they have to listen to a number of episodes before the effect takes hold it wanes poll quick poll <laughs> do you feel that your memetic safety has been enhanced do you feel listening to this podcast prevents you from getting catching really sick horrible bugs little diseases are you no longer worried about your chin shape or your brow ridge do you feel perhaps that you are embracing an inner, an inner con? Have you been drinking milk straight from the bowl? Have you been gooning straight from the goon? Straight from the moon. I can't imagine life without a goon bag. This is the place. Do you still have the goon bag? 
No. You threw it? A goon elixir is, is a perfect mixture of milk and wine. One tit for the wine, one tit for the milk. That is a legitimate psychoanalytic concept. It's something Klein talks about. Clay? <laughs> yes. And architecture's famous theories on the good breast and the bad breast. ClayKlein at gmail.com if you have any questions. <laughs> Ask him. Ask him about his, his his work with Freud, his founding of the uh, British British psychoanalytic institutions. You know that tracks well with um that tracks really well with the Vincent Gallo parallel because Clay just being everywhere in a time period, just like countless pictures of him with Freud and Curly fucking like <laughs> <laughs> and with Aldous Huxley. He took acid for the first time with Aldous Huxley, he didn't feel it though. <laughs> I hope everybody listening, I hope those of you on the East Coast are excited for our triumphant return to New York City. The things, the horrible, horrible things that we're going to be doing this summer, I hope you will all be joining, braving the horrors that we are going to invite and that you are going to enact. I think, um... <laughs> the chicken cats who really be hitting. Pork! It's pork! <laughs> it looks like chicken! It's like schnitzel. It's it like, like fried schnitzel. pork. Those Japs, they rediscovered the kraut. They rediscovered schnitzel. <laughs> yes! It's like the crab evolution. Culinary like investigation. The crab rangoon is, is certainly not an invention from San Francisco. No. Nothing that nothing that cool could it's come. it's ancient. We looked at we looked at the archaeological digs and we found Egyptian hieroglyphs depicting that quadruple crescent dumpling shape. You wanna act can I actually show you so you actually have to see this? Talking about you you're like, oh, the Tom Thumb arc. I'm going to show you how legit the Tom Thumb symbolism is. Listen, I was saying it's legit. The fucking Pitbull's a good parallel. I wasn't mocking yeah, you. But look, you have to see this. You have to see this. So, the, all right. Important connection. I'm not going to I'm not gonna talk about it too much because it's a little bit under wraps right now. I don't want anybody depicting this, this yet. This is a Patreon re this revelation. Is, yeah, like this one little bit. But do you know Harpocrates? From you, yes. So he, you know how the gods are some of the hieroglyphs? You got to see the Harpocrates hieroglyph, see what he'd be doing. All right, here it is. Oh, what's that? What do Harpocrates be doing? Smoking a $1 pack. Oh my God. He's sucking his thumb. And it does kind of look like he's smoking too. He do be smoking a $1 pack right now. Tom Thumb is often depicted sucking his thumb. That is the cigarette. Tom Thumb would be smoking for real, for real. Like one leaf would last him like a fucking year. He's... I think it, it is investigating the Tom Thumb arc that will reveal the secrets of the $1 pack. Maybe, you know, you might be right. It might be Tom Thumb cigarettes. 
$1 pack Tom Thumb brand. True. He could be on the cover. He could be sitting on like a, the T stretches over mm. and he's sitting on it and he's like, he's just lay it kind of like relaxing. A cigarette. May merely the size of a thumb. Very. <laughs> I oh how I wish I had a cigarette the size of my thumb. <laughs> That's actually a, in my uh, reading list recommendation. Um, you know I know we're vehemently anti reading list, but this is actually a listening recommendation, which is the Tom Thumb fairy tales on Spotify. Or go to the bookstore, get Grimm's fairy tales, and read the two Tom Thumbs. Maybe a collection of Rambo to read Ma Bohem, the one about Tom Thumb. Pick up Bob Dylan's Highway 61. You should reach out to Justin Murphy and be like, I want to build a course around Tom Thumb. <laughs> Thinker's yeah. Tom Thumb course. I could, I could, at this point, I could teach a course on Tom Thumb. That's so fucking good. That's so good. Indie thinkers be like, I need to understand to lose. <laughs> be like, motherfucker, you don't even get Tom Thumb. Have you read Thumb? <laughs> if only I had a philosophy. Even if it were the size of my thumb. That's the beauty of Vibe Matt and uh, the Vibe Shift. It's literally just Vibe. It's a philosophy the size of a thumb. It is. We should, you know, that would be a good MIA goon. Get Vibe tattooed on your thumb. <laughs> So you can suck it. Yes. Suck on that vibe. I'm feeling it. Do you, all right. Is um, sucking masculine or feminine? I think it's, I, I know both men and women breastfeed, but for some reason I think it's masculine. I agree. I think oral desire is generally experienced by the masculine, feared in the feminine. Like dudes are afraid of being sucked, sucked dry by the vampiric feminine. But the dudes, they'd be doing the ones sucking women dry. <laughs> Often in, in decades long marriages. MFers, this is the new thoughts on thinking video, the divine masculine online. Um, Jordan Peterson. Is there any divine masculine? On, is, it, is it not a misnomer? There cannot be the divine masculine online. Sebastian Juvenet. Sebastian Juvenet. Trigger word. Inside of this audience, in this listener base, this cohort, one of you, a subversive individual, we will find you. If you critique the podcast, we will <laughs> leave reviews on the Apple Apple Podcasts, not Spotify. Leave as many review, like you know, get get your wife and your kids to review. Because ideally, I expect you to be listening to this with your wife and your kids right now. Family podcast. It is. We're now listed as a clean podcast, but I would I would definitely say this is a family listening experience. Top one hundred family podcasts. I think. Right now, you should have your son on your knee, and you should pause and be like, you're a little, our little Tom Thumb. <laughs> he can be sucking his thumb. You have to be smoking the pipe. Wife smoking the cigarette. The wife. <laughs> the, one, the one goon woman in LA smoking his cigarette, drinking a bang. I Was it? All right. This will sound a little bit, maybe a little bit chauvinistic. 
I'm, I'm confronting, confronting my biases. But I saw a woman from behind, and I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said, this woman would hop on the goon bus. And so soon as it was said, we went around smoking a $1 cigarette. Not a $1 cigarette, a, a cigarette from the $1 pack. The $1 pack holds many 10 cent cigarettes within its, its grasp. Um, would you hop on the goon bus? Five is the nickel. Cigarette for me. 20? thumb sized cigarettes would you hop on the goon bus something to think about if you came on the sigil you in a way already abdicated your duty <laughs> just delete just delete your account and uh you're not allowed to listen if you came on the goon sigil this was a test and if you came on it <laughs> you don't want to know what that was in that sigil bro you don't want to know what you came on bro we're gonna be getting comment. We're gonna be getting DMs like, "Bro, what happened? Why? What is gonna happen? What is gonna happen?" We should actually just release false sigils regularly. I mean, I'm saying this because we've been doing it for a while. We've implanted within certain MIA goon meme pages a set of sigils that can only be seen through um, hyper spectrographic. Um, digital analysis. You can find out more about this on the YouTube channel. Yeah, analysis. Zodiac ne News Network. He talks about this. Oh, I was thinking data analysis would have it. Our data analysis will also have it. Data analysis will be like a a combing over of all of the meme analysis comments and fans and their personal data that I've collected over the past uh, three years. I think this is a good completion of the arc. This is like an anti-Tom Thumb mark where meme analysis on numbers becomes data analysis. You just every video is like a new sequence of coordinates, and it's just like, bro, these numbers. There's something, something here. The numbers that would be so good because so many of the people who who message are that, and they'd be like, our boy, he's our boy. Look at the numbers. Two, 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 zero, two, two, eight, seven. Um. Yeah, there you have it. Data analysis, new video dropping yeah. this weekend. I gotta say, that's really it's it's this this will sound. Or see, I I'm truly I could never be data analysis because as soon as I said numbers, thinking for one second, I realized that they're like a deeply deeply significant number, not because of a numerical significance, but as in, as a uh, a house a house number. I could never imagine numbers outside of their emotional context to me. I'm deeply, I'm a word, I'm a word cuck, word cell, in the words of Mark Andreessen. I will never, ever rotate a shape, never think of a number, never experience the orgasm of pure logic that the average Virgoan male experiences minute by minute. Man of Virgoan aims. You know what? Drop a comment. In the rating section, just give us your full chart in there. I would say that's actually one of the benefits to come of when the goon chat was peak was chart analysis because I was able to collect the most data. <laughs> All right. Most cringe signs. <laughs> no, I just want to end it. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I'm tired.